0: Welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shireen. And uh, it is Beach Reads Month here at Fully Booked Woo-woo-woo. on the podcast yeah. but also in the world because it's July and it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> And it is the official time of year when we all whip out our Beach Reads. It kind of
0: feels that way though. Uh... Like the months of June through August I feel are largely like quote-unquote quote-unquote Beach Reads. Yeah. Specific. Well,
1: because it's like the summer and you don't really want it, personally anyway, you don't really want anything too heavy, you Agreed. know, like... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring um, you know Ulysses with me to the beach. Yeah, that's it. Be like, do you know what I'll just do is I'll just read the
0: original Beowulf and I'll just see how it goes. You know, I
1: have done that during the summer, though. No. Yeah, that's more of a November read. Yeah, that's
0: it's dark and windy and gross exactly. and raining all the time, so I'm just gonna read here this very large, terrifying Tom. poem to tackle because whatever. Sure, that's fine. It's no, fine. that I totally understand. What I yeah, I, but during it's true we're at that time of year it's officially hot outside mm-hmm. not today when mm-hmm. we're recording this but in mm-hmm. general it's officially hot outside and with that comes a lot of <laughs> god we also have moon cake for this. <laughs> we're never gonna we can never record at my place we're no. never gonna get anything done we just got a cat wandering around yelling at us <laughs> uh. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, right. Okay, but with that comes—that's it—a time to just read things that are a little bit easier. I yeah. don't know that are just faster to get through. And Usually, like either have, Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, it's true. I feel like during the summer, especially during the summer, I'm not big on series to no. begin with. But when I, oh, I am. Yeah. No, you're. Yeah. You love them. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not big on series mm. most of the time. But when I read something, I normally don't want it to be. The beginning of a series like in the like July 1st I pick up a book I'm not like oh gee I'm glad that this is the first of seven. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean I am. Yeah, I I'm always like sweet like I got like s- like nine of these to read You're throughout so the excited. summer.
0: <laughs> oh my god okay we we haven't even talked about what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're
1: talking about. What are we talking about?
0: Okay all right sorry everybody so okay it's Beach Reads Month and we are so I mean, bee trees mean something different for everybody, which is fine, and we're going to talk about that as well in an upcoming episode. Okay, that's but no, not today. No,
1: okay. it's not today. <laughs> yes, means-
0: but today we are um, way too caffeinated, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and we decided to start off the month with I don't know. Like it's weird because I feel like we have such. We want two very different things during the summer. You either want we either want like a romance, like something yeah. lighthearted, or we want like a thriller where somebody dies right at the beginning. <laughs>
1: it's true. There's no in between no. like I want a sweet love story. Or murder. Or I want murder.
0: <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, so we're
1: starting with the sweet romance of it all. And I think the reason is that um, and I don't know if they're gonna do it this year, but for a couple of years there, Netflix was really going hard at like releasing some like yeah. sweet like teen romance movies in the summer
0: yeah I don't know if they're gonna do that um anytime soon they probably oh, I say
1: that they probably I mean, are yeah. more
0: than likely because the trend is definitely trending yeah um so
1: the I guess is trending.
0: yeah <laughs> but in so in that vein we decided to pick like a young adult romance which yeah. you know Netflix has done and I guess we decided to go with kind of the lesser, one of the lesser evils as far as it's concerned, not too toxic, a little more realistic than some of the other stories. What she
1: means is our choices were The Kissing Booth or To All the Boys
0: I've Loved Before. (laughs) Yeah, and we decided to go with this one that makes us roll our eyes a little bit less. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we're talking about the, what is it, 2018 adaptation of To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which is the first of a trilogy written by, oh, Jenny Han, um, yeah, actually, this was, so, Shireen has much more of a tendency than I do to read, um, terrible toxic romance <laughs> when she gets I, into it, yeah. whereas <laughs> I, if I did something, like, you know, I watched the first film when Netflix released it, and I was like, oh, this is actually cute, and that spurred me to read the book, so then I read all three of them. There was not enough
1: toxicity for my liking. No, <laughs> it wasn't even worth reading. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, we joke, but no, toxicity is bad in relationships. Oh, my God, no. So any, of these, any
0: of these other ones, guys? Like, no. Yeah. No. We'll probably talk about the kissing booth at some point, and I have things that I feel about that. But anyway. <laughs> Jacob the Lordy action. Yep. Um, but anyway, we are talking about To All the Boys I've Loved Before. We've been prattling for way too long now, so I think we should get right into it. We're going to talk about. Some of this Net- off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about Netflix's adaptation of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Hey, can
1: I talk to you? I, I really appreciate it, but it's never going to happen. I'm sorry, what? I think it's really cool that you think I have golden specs in my eyes. Oh my God, it's Josh. Oh my God. Oh, oh okay. Cool. The letters are out. Women. Tell me about it. Here's the thing. I had to make it look like I liked you so somebody else wouldn't think I liked them. What if we let people think that we were actually together? Let's do this. I've never seen you so happy. So
0: To All the Boys I've Loved Before was released, the first movie was released in 2018 on Netflix and it currently has, good lord, a 7 out of 10 on IMDb and a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. How did
1: it get a higher rating than Stardust?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't. I, okay. Y'all
1: disappoint me out there. That is
0: disappointing. It has, It the critics gave this 96%. Like, it's cute, but can we calm down? It's
1: because of Noah Sentino. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> what's his name, Noah? What's his actual name? Is that actually that's his, his name? Is it? It? I don't know what his name is in the movie. Uh, Boy number one.
0: No, Peter. Peter. Peter that's
1: it. Peter. Wait. Presumsky. Noah
0: Centineo.
1: Oh, <laughs> same thing. I close <laughs> them. It's fine.
0: Um, right. So. This, like I said, this is the beginning of the trilogy, and they did, thank God, it wasn't one of those also it's like the after series where they switch actors in different roles like okay, every movie that's or two.
1: Like a it's <laughs> more of a game, I feel I like so. guess which character this is <laughs> exactly. supposed to be. <laughs> like by the third one, you're like, okay, the two main ones are the same, but everybody but that's else it. is different. Everyone else is Again. different. This is
0: not the case with this. Netflix was smart enough to retain their cast throughout the entirety of the series, good for them.
1: Well, because the plot isn't as terrible. No, that's
0: true. So, okay, so one thing I will say off the that though is I read all three of the books in a row because I was like okay this is cute you know what I'd actually like to read this and see what the books are like versus what the films are like um and what I will say is that the while I guess to a certain extent like the movies because the cast is quite charming so I think that the films wind up being quite fun that way Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the books have the books are written like Jenny Han did a good a good job of writing actual teenagers like oh they right. have yeah shitty reactions to things and stuff and so like like we'll get into it a little bit but like you know the lead male lead is Peter Peter Kavinsky yeah and Peter's character I felt was written a lot more realistically in the books like Noah Centineo is adorable yeah. and he's very like Uh, very sweet and charming in the films Mm -hmm. and his character is in the books but he also is a stupid teenage boy and he has stupid teenage boy reactions to things.
1: Yeah and like I'm about to get up on my soapbox here for a second but like I really think that authors and like in movies as well they really need to be careful about what they're putting out to, like, a teenage girl audience. Yeah, you're, like, raising expectations with a movie like this. You know, like, with a movie like this, but to your point, if in the book the boys have actual boy reactions... They do! Like, no offense, boys, but, you know, y'all don't really kind of get with the program until you're, like, what, 30? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So when when you're putting things out there to teenage girls and you're making it seem like boys are sweet and they can handle their emotions, and I'm not... I'm generalizing here. I know that there are boys who are able to do it, but for the most part, it's a really confusing and difficult time. For everybody. For and this goes for male and female. Girls <coughs> male also make female, but stupid decisions. We do, but we get very heavily emotionally invested in things. And so yes. when authors and, you know, filmmakers are putting things out there like, oh, look at this perfect boy that's super easy to find, yeah. it just kind of creates a whole plethora of issues. Oh, for sure in the background here and like I get it like we like our cute boys on the TV and we like them in the books but you know Edward Cullen he gave me some psychological issues let me tell you. Yeah you were (laughs)
0: expecting a lot more out of your first boyfriends I'm sure. Oh yes I was. You did not get that (laughs) as (laughs) most most people do not in their early relationships so it's understandable. Um right so anyway getting into the plot of the film so the Basically, the story follows uh, Lara Jean Covey. She is... Li- oh, God. I forget where they live. Virginia? I
1: California. No, I don't
0: remember. It's, it's fine. Somewhere
1: hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's...
0: During the winter, there's no snow. That's right. We see that later. So <laughs> right. um, so she lives with her dad, who's a widower. Their mom passed mm-hmm. away a number of years ago. I think she was ill. It's a little bit unclear, right. but I think she was sick. She is the middle child. There are three girls. The oldest sister's name is Margot, and the youngest sister's name is Kitty or Catherine, whatever. Mm. It's Kitty. Um, they're also well-written in the in the books, although I will say that in the movie I really like Kitty. She's really cute, that girl. She's and she, funny. She's funny with her little sister <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah, she is. Um, so Lara Jean is... But, uh, i a bit of a
1: daydreamer. She's a
0: daydreamer. She's um, really, really into romance yeah. stories. She reads like a ton of romance novels. And I think it's given her kind of a skewed vision of what a relationship should be like or would be like.
1: Yeah, I think she's cautious. Like, I think she yes. understands that what she reads in her romance novels is not what she's going to see in real life. Uh, just from, you know, observing the boys around her. And from the
0: fact that she hasn't experienced that herself right. either. So. So, but, I mean, like, like I really like, like, book, movie, it doesn't matter. Lana Condor is super, super cute, mm-hmm. but um, I really like Lara Jean's character, probably, because she just, she's, like, a super introvert who reads a ton. She <laughs> reminds me of me in high school, yeah. not wanting to interact with people and stuff like that, just very much, it it speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> it speaks to me from a time when I was in high school, and even now yeah. so I understand it. Um, so... She daydreams and stuff, which she's doing right kind of at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. um, where she's, well, she's reading, like, a bodice ripper, basically. She's, like, reading me, a what? A bodice ripper. You know, one of those roles. bodice ripper. Yeah, you've never heard I that? No, oh but I love it. Oh, yeah. One of those, like, period romances. <laughs> So she's reading one of those at the beginning, she gets hit in the face with a pillow because her sister's like, Are you coming to have dinner or what? Yeah. Um, and their dad is played by John Corbett, um, who was Aiden in Sex in the City. Way too good for Carrie, by the way. Way
1: too good for Carrie. God. God, Carrie. Carrie's the worst. They deserved each other. Yeah, no, she's terrible.
0: Anyway. So she goes down to dinner, and when she does so, um, Margot, her older sister's boyfriend, shows up. His name is Josh. He's their next-door neighbor. I think mm-hmm. they've been dating for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Margot's the oldest. I think Josh is a year younger than her. And That's if I'm right. not mistaken, Lara Jean's another year younger than him. That's right, yeah. So, but what we realize very kind of early on is that Lara Jean doesn't necessarily have a huge thing for Josh now, but she does kind of have a lingering crush and she does this thing when she has a big crush on a guy where she writes them. A love letter, mm. like a very long one, and so she's written five of these so far throughout the course of her life for her sixteen years on this planet, which is a lot.
1: Yeah, I know <laughs> she's
0: had a lot of big crushes it's because too many if she felt rippers, you know
1: what yeah, I'm that's
0: saying. it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna think about it the whole rest All of the episode time no? now.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: um, so she goes down to dinner. There is kind of an awkward dinner conversation because Margot is. Um, going off to college, like within the next week or so. Yeah. And she is going to, I think she's going to St. Andrews in Scotland. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She's
1: going quite far away. And when we were watching this, I was like, honestly, if I, would do I were her, I would do the exact yeah, same thing. Yeah. She's the
0: oldest responsible sister. Yeah. She's taking care of everybody yep. all the time. Yep. It must be exhausting. And I don't blame her for wanting to maybe get away yeah, um, a little bit. freedom. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So she's heading off there. Josh announces at dinner that he's bought plane tickets to come and see her in Scotland over Thanksgiving um, Mm -hmm. because she can't like you know run back home from Europe on a regular basis understandably and And, Thanksgiving
1: isn't a thing in England or the UK no no no, not at all it's not even
0: like it's not even like over here we have Canadian Thanksgiving and in the States it's a different date like no no, there's no there's no Thanksgiving so it's fine (laughs) so um when that happens Margot has a really uncomfortable reaction to it and she's like oh god you bought these tickets already which leads to an argument that's not really overheard very much after dinner. Margot comes in to see Lara Jean and announces that she's broken up with Josh because before their mom passed away they had a conversation and her mom told her that she probably shouldn't go to college with a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Kind of an understandable thing to say and given the fact that their mom, you know, did die, um, I can understand why Margot would feel like she should honor that kind of for her mom.
1: I get it. I mean, any piece of advice would be really precious at that point right yeah and and you can understand why she would follow it because there's no there's no room for discussion right like it's not like she can turn around and say well did you mean this boyfriend or did you mean like any boyfriend? any boyfriend and Yeah. yeah that's
0: it so I don't think you want to question it I think she just went off of her mom's word and so she ends things with him um, and then pretty much like almost right after that she heads off to college and yep. everything and then Lara Jean's kind of stepping into like big sister shoes at that point because now she's the oldest in the house. So it's kind of up to her to help with things <coughs> a little bit and kind of take over that. And, Mar- and Lara Jean definitely looks up to Margot and the way mm-hmm. that she manages things so I think that she wants to do that as mm-hmm. well. Um, so they basically, things are a little bit awkward with Josh obviously because he's, you know. Brokenhearted and was caught very flat footed by this, as far as I can tell. And then basically, school, the new school year starts Mm. at that point because fall has just started. She heads off. She's in, she's a a junior, I think. Yeah, it's her second to last year of high school. So she would be a junior. I don't know. The Uh, the system in the States works differently than it does here. Yes,
1: that's right. Yeah, she's a junior. She's a junior. Josh is a senior.
0: Yep. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. So she heads off to school. Um, We encounter our mean girl first. Um, oh my god, I've totally forgotten her name. Thank you. Genevieve. Genevieve. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the English version of Genevieve, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, okay. So, so she encounters Genevieve, who used to be a good friend of hers in middle school, but of course it's one of those usual teenage, we got to high school, she got popular, I didn't get popular, now we don't talk to each other anymore. Basically. But then we have the extra mean girl additive of Jen also being awful to her, really, for for not much of a good reason, it turns out later, but anyway. Mm. um, So, they have a weird little confrontation. Luckily, her best friend, Chrissy. Chris, yeah. Chris, yeah. She swoops in to just, you know, because it turns out Chris and Jen are cousins. Yeah. And so she swoops in to just kind of, you know, get her to go away. And this is also the first time that we see Peter. Right. Because he and Jen are dating at this point and have been for a while, from what I understand, they're like the it couple yeah, at the like high school. Yeah, they're like the
1: most popular couple in high school. Yeah. Um, Lara Jean's really um meek and shy yes. and so you know any kind of But not
0: in a way that bothers me maybe it's because no, I used to be like this it's way. Not I don't like, know it's
1: not like she's like you know uncomfortably so it's just that she's the type that you know if if her pre- old friend Jen says something mean to her it really gets to her whereas yes. her friend Chris is kind of like water off a duck's back and like oh you know, for sure tell them to go f themselves instead and that's right? the end of it basically yeah.
0: yeah so this is the first time we see peter and lara jean reveals that peter is one of the boys that she had written Eleven a love letter to because they played a game of like spin the bottle in middle school yeah, and, she kissed and him. they kissed and then she had a whole big old crush after for a while <laughs> um so they wander off uh basically then we get to like first day of school lunch Lara Jean's looking for somewhere to sit, which is, like, this, oh, this scene in the cafeteria, I felt like I was so, I was like, oh, God, it's so relatable when you, like, can't find somebody to sit with in the cafeteria. She's, like, looking for Chris, who's, I think she ran off, she snuck off campus to go get Subway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then Lara Jean's, like, looking around, she has nowhere to sit. So, anyway, she, one, two, skip a fuse out to the bleachers, which is where Josh is, so they kind of patch up their friendship to a certain extent, mm. because he... Sort of assume that Margot told her that she was going to break up with him, which she did not. Uh, So they manage, they talk, they're cool, it's fine. And she, you know, even indicates because Lara Jean does a lot of um, narration Narration. throughout the course of the film, and what she says too is she's like, you know, I know, like it seems like maybe I should automatically be in love with him now and try to date him, but she's like, I would never do that to Margot, and she doesn't really have the same kinds of feelings, I don't think anymore. Yeah,
1: like I think they do a good job of kind of showing that, you know. Lara Jean writes these letters as a way of like kind of having closure with these crushes because I think she accepts that she's not actually going to pursue the crush and so her way is to write the letter down and then kind of close it and then she's done with it. And
0: I think since she's not an overtly very emotional person Mm -hmm. outwards Mm -hmm. to people, this is her way of getting her emotions out on paper. Yeah, like Um, saying
1: things that she would never say to the person.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um... (laughs) Anyway, we get a little bit of an idea of what maybe might happen because she's hanging out with Kitty at home at one point and she falls asleep on the couch and Kitty's being a little bit funny about something and she like sneaks upstairs into her room, does little sister shit. Yeah. And then the next day we don't know what's happened.
1: Well, Kitty says to Lara Jean, "Like, don't you think it's weird that you're hanging out with me on a Saturday?" Yeah, yeah, and
0: she's she's being for actually for like a twelve year old girl, she's being very concerned about her older sister's well being and social status. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because Kitty had to cancel plans to hang out with Lara Jean. Yeah, because she's like
0: very, like you know, she's like very outspoken and like I think like more popular with friends and stuff. So it's like a very different type of um, type of person, type of personality as well. So when Lara Jean goes to school, then next day after they have this conversation um, she's running track with Chris and Peter yeah. comes out to find her to talk to her which is very surprising because they don't really speak to each other yep. at all. Um, he's got a letter in and his he's hand. Got, yeah and that's it. She doesn't quite know at first and then <laughs> Chris has that funny line where she's just like if anybody needs me I'll be in the nurse's office with a headache googling Justin Trudeau's shirtless. Oh and my god like, that oh, was so good. That Canadian
1: oh, moment that yeah, we just had that was so interesting. Good.
0: So she so, basically, Peter starts talking in this really strange way about, like, hey, I think it's cool that you, like, like my eyes or whatever. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then she notices he has her letter and yes. she faints. She faints. In a really, that was stupid though. It was like a comically over the top way, like her legs follow her and go and like bounce up after And I was like,
1: okay, that was really, that was really bad. And then he's leaning over her and then she sits up and she notices that Josh is approaching the track with with a letter letter and she's like, (laughs) oh my God.
0: And so she basically (laughs) tackles Peter to the ground and kisses him to, Mm -hmm. I guess, throw Josh off and, and make it look like they're together. Yeah. It was a very very strange momentary just yeah. you know, like sporadic plan that she went along with I guess so she does that and then she swiftly runs away and Peter's like what the fuck was that yeah. um, she gets home she realizes that the box that she kept the letters in is missing mm-hmm. she thinks they've gone out with like goodwill boxes that they were donating but of course Kitty is sitting there looking very fucking suspicious oh, just like on the couch so the audience quickly is like oh okay I see what's happened so basically yeah like basically spoiler alert, but like Kitty mailed all of her letters out. Yeah. To um, try
1: and help her get a better social life. Yeah, really. that's it. So
0: she freaks out. She's like, what the hell am I going to do? And, yeah. then jo- and then she hears downstairs, her dad says that Josh is at the door and she's like, I cannot deal with this. So she jumps yeah. out the window
1: and gets <laughs> yep. on her yep.
0: bike. Yep. Um, and then wheels over to like this little diner that they have in town basically that she seems to go to on a regular basis. Yeah. She's just sitting there having... I don't know, like a coke or something. And then she looks beside her, and <laughs> Peter's like, "Hey," because he's like gone there. Because apparently he went to her house, and Kitty said she would probably be <laughs> at the
1: diner. Kitty's like the mastermind behind. Oh, this she whole does fight. all of
0: this shits on purpose. <laughs> yeah, everything's. Totally. On. She's like, "Oh yeah, she's here." Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah. Oh my god, I totally forgot. That's true. I totally forgot before this happens when she runs away from Josh. Yeah. She runs into the bathroom. And then someone's come in with her. That's right. Yeah, somebody's come in with her, and he's like, hey, and somebody, like, slides one of the other letters under the door, and he's like, I thought you might want this back, and it's Lucas, who um, is a guy that she had a crush on, I think, after they went to, like, a dance together Mm. or something, basically, so he's one of them. Um, Anyway, he gives her back the letter. He's really sweet about it. They actually, in the book as well, they become really good friends. Um, He's gay, and he's just like, I just want you to know that, and she had no idea, but it's fine. Yeah um so yeah so that but that does actually turn into a friendship because she kind of I think she very vaguely explains the situation to him so he winds up kind of getting involved and invested in what's going
1: on with her if, if you like take a minute to like put yourself in Lara Jean's shoes at this point like Oh, I like would want said I would move like, like she wrote her feelings down for closure so she no longer feels this way so she's not like not that she's aware of anyway she's not like hoping that they're gonna read these letters no and gonna be a the big, point
0: was for them to never exactly, see the letters
1: you know and so she's just I think you'd just be horrified it, it kind of oh reminds my God. me a lot about uh, of like that scene in turning red where like her her drawings are being shown to oh, everybody. Oh, yeah, know? when
0: her mom brings them oh, to, yeah. like, the, the dept or whatever yeah. and, like, shows them to the guy at the convenience. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, that was terrible. Terrible,
1: terrible. But, yeah, this is kind of along those lines, but uh, maybe not as bad.
0: Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, anyway, uh, awful, awful. It would be the most humiliating thing ever. And yeah. so, basically, Peter and her start talking because he thinks that you know to him of course he's also a little full of himself and thinks that she still has these feelings and so she's like no shut up I wrote this like years ago (laughs) it's fine and I wrote other letters too so like don't flatter yourself basically Mm -hmm. and they kind of have a chat he drives her home and he's like what if we he's like so Jen broke up with me because she dumped him for like a college guy or something (laughs) like you do apparently Um, and he is upset about that and he wants to make her jealous so he's like what if we fake?" dated Mm -hmm. basically and at first she's like a ha 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 and no thank you and she leaves um but then she kind of changes her mind because she figures, you know what, why not? It'll get Josh away from me yeah. with this whole awkward situation that she does not want to deal with no. at all. So yeah, so she makes a deal with Peter. They're like, okay, fine. We're going to we're gonna pretend to be a couple basically and we'll see how everything goes. We'll make people jealous. We'll get people to leave us alone. They have a
1: contract. Yeah, it's
0: cute. Yeah. <laughs> they have a contract where, of course, we have kind of cliched things where it's like, oh yeah, you've never seen like a John Hughes movie, like 16 Candles and you've never seen Fight Club. So it's just like... Ugh, yeah anyway
1: but and, and I think at this moment when we were watching it I pointed out the fact that like those would not be movies that so teenagers you can would be yeah like, so we
0: talked about this so what you can tell I find which happens with almost everything is yeah. that when somebody who's not a teenager <laughs> writes a story like this that's yeah. all centered around young adults what winds up happening most of the time is that the references that are made mm. are made that make like made for someone who's about 10, 12 years older. Exactly. Because like they're not in high school right now so like what are the references that you right. would
1: make? None of them.
0: Well, I wouldn't a, know what I to say. No
1: like I wouldn't be sitting there writing like a, an ode to Harry Styles. No offense Harry Styles. No he seems but cool but he like. He seems cool but like I don't I don't really know him. No that's it exactly. Staff, I wouldn't know?
0: know I wouldn't know what to say about a no. lot of the people that's it that are like super popular now because yeah. I'm in my 30s and it just I just don't know. Okay. Yeah. You know you don't think you're gonna to like get older and and not be in the know but you fucking do you do. You
1: wake <laughs> up one morning you're 30 you know. and you're
0: like I mean you're like I have a vague idea of who these people are but like most of the time I have no idea what anyone's talking about online so <laughs> anyway so you know so we realized this because they talk about that's it like John Hughes movies from the 80s yeah. and they talk about Fight Club which was like would have been a reference that people would have made when we were in high school yeah Exactly. To fight Club, particularly yeah. Fight Club, was very big that's when probably, we were in high school. Even
1: when you were in high school, because you're a couple of years older. Yeah, that's maybe. it. Exactly. Yeah, that's so it. yeah,
0: chances are when I was in high school, it would have been a big thing. Now, yeah. you know. So anyway, good. so they start their. At first, it was realistically kind of awkward, fake relationship. Mm. Lara Jean's really uncomfortable because people are, like, looking at her for the first time because, of course, she's dating the most popular guy in school. Which I also have questions about because where's the most popular senior? If he's a junior, he can't be the most popular person in the school. Doesn't matter.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Megan's really big on hierarchy. I know, but I just feel
0: like that's not a... I don't know. He'd be the most popular person in his grade. I mean, he could be in with the older kids, too. I guess so. Yeah. I that didn't happen when I was in high school. Maybe it happens now. Who knows? I
1: think it happened a bit in my school, but then again, I was kind of an outcast. So mm,
0: Okay. So We have no, we have we no know. proper knowledge of this. Right. We were
1: neither here nor there. Yeah, that's it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, so what they come up with on the contract is basically that they're going to... Pretend to date for as long as it takes, and all of this is leading to potentially going on this class ski trip together, which is yeah. a yearly expedition that supposedly a lot of people lose their virginity at. Because I guess the chaperones oh, are is garbage. That what they said? Is yeah, that, I
1: think that was said in the book, maybe not in the movie. No,
0: they said it in the movie Did too. They she really? said it was something like it's there, like it's known for having like the mo- more people lose their virginity than like something else in prom combined or whatever. Oh, right, and I was like, okay, okay whatever, fine. Interesting. Um, so she agrees to it they sign the contract and off they go basically so part of it is that like peter picks her and kitty up to drive them to school on a regular basis because one
1: because
0: one tiny subplot is that lara jean's a terrible driver and she gets really and she's nervous
1: also really, i can totally yeah. relate to them i'm i'm not a terrible driver knock on wood i've never been in an accident no, you're fine. But jesus it scares the shit out of me yeah
0: and shireen's very nervous when she's very nervous <laughs> so that's so i get it that's fine That's fair yeah um you know, but of course, Peter's Peter, and he kind of starts like bonding with Kitty a little bit and stuff, and it does start to make Lara Jean nervous because she's like, I don't want her to get attached to him yeah. because this is fake, right? Even though we, everybody with eyes, could see that some real feelings are developing totally. very slowly but surely. She's also not told Margot about it, right? And she's avoiding her Skype calls because she can't she, lie, yeah, because she like can't lie to her, and she's like, I don't want to lie to my sister. I'm already lying to li- like everyone else. Yeah. Um, So I don't want to lie to her. Basically, they, you know, that's it. She kind of starts hanging with like his more popular crowd and stuff to a certain extent. And I mean, whatever, like it's cute. Little things are happening. They go to a party together. Jen's a bitch um yeah. you know whatever and just like basically calls her a virgin and you're like yes and she's yeah.
1: 16 she's 16 like kids out there wait until you meet somebody god, god like that's
0: not yeah that's it exactly Me. that's not like a terrible thing yeah. um to do no. but anyway there are a lot of it kind of just like it's stupid, but like the story kind of just becomes like a lot of scenes of them like kind of it's, getting closer it's just like to a one bunch another. Of
1: montages, for pretty like, much
0: most of the movie. Yeah, yeah, basically. So they go through all of that, but pretty much what that what it leads to eventually is this ski trip, right? Which she was like trying not to go on, but then he talked her into it. So they go on the ski trip. She's being like weird about it at first obviously Jen's there and she's still trying to be all gross and flirty with Peter because she's been trying to like kind of get him back yeah I'm pretty sh- I don't remember if I don't remember in the books I think she's dating a college guy in the books and I think he dumps her so well that would sound about right yeah, yeah. that's it so you know um also I you know what though I will say like if you watch all of the movies um I, Jen's character in the movies is actually a lot nicer than in the books. Like in the books, she yeah. does have good reason for kind of, to a certain extent anyway, she does have reason, I shouldn't say good reason, for being the way that she is, mm. um, cause her parents, there's like a whole bunch of stuff going on. You get a lot more detail yeah. in the books about this. Um, but she's still fucking mean the whole way through. Yeah. By the time you get to like movie three, yeah. she's chilled out a lot, Yeah, so. yeah you don't get that quite as much anyway so they're at the ski trip and she's like oh no I'm not going skiing I don't know how to ski and then Lucas joins her because he's like no it's cold outside that's what I would do uh yeah so they hang out and what do they do like use Korean face masks and just chill in the hotel room (laughs) basically and then while they're there Lucas kind of you know gives like a friend pep talk where he's like you know like he's the one who wanted to do this whole fake relationship thing and he's, you know, he's the person who's been, like, trying to, like, get closer to you and stuff like that. So if you, you know, you're saying that uh, you're, you know, you're, you feel like an idiot because, like, you're catching feelings. But he's like, I'm pretty sure if anybody's catching feelings, it's Peter. Yep. Um, and he's probably waiting for you, like, in the hot tub or whatever right now. And she's oh, like, yeah. do you think so? Oh, yeah. So she goes outside to see him. They have, they kind of make up because she was like very much avoiding him prior to this Mm. um and so he got all grumpy about it which is probably one of his more realistic things that he does throughout the course of this movie yeah um and then they make up and they make out in the hot tub they don't have sex or anything it's fine
1: no it's kind of steamy you know yeah that's it whatever literally and figuratively (laughs) exactly
0: Uh, um, and then, of course, the next day, like he walks her to her room after they kiss goodnight. It's cute, whatever. She goes to bed. They leave the next day to go back home. And when she gets on the bus, everybody's clapping, and she's like, Okay. Uh, and then, you know, she's like, Oh, did you like tell anybody that we made out last night? And he assures her that no, he did not. And I'm quite sure he didn't, actually. And he just mm-hmm. says, No, it's just people the way people act with couples and stuff on the ski trip. So whatever. Mm-hmm. They get back home. And at this point, Jen comes to see her to stir the shit up because, of course, she does. And she starts being like, you know, like, oh, thanks so much for being so understanding about my friendship with Peter. And Lara Jean's like, like, what are you talking about? And then she's, and then she, oh, right. Earlier, at an earlier party, um, Peter had had one of Lara Jean's scrunchies on his wrist. And Jen took it from him, and he had no backbone with her, so he let her do that for some reason. And then she wears it, and then, of course, she takes it off in front of Lara Jean, who realizes, like, wow, he's still seeing her. Like, he's still talking to her. He's still doing all of these things. So she gets very upset. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, I mean, quote-unquote, breaks up with him because it's supposed to be a fake relationship. But honestly, they both have enough feelings at this point that they basically have broken up. Right. So... Whatever, that's fine. Um, she does uh in this interim though, she does actually talk to Josh and kind of make up with him a little bit at the same time and kind of explain to him what's been going on. Yep a little bit. And then she gets back home from the ski trip. It's almost Christmas and Margo's home from Scotland. Yay. So, you know, they get to have like nice time, but of course, <laughs> dinner comes around and Peter shows up to try to explain himself because um, somebody oh yes because Jen mentions that he went to her room the night before oh, like right, right after him and yeah. Lara Jean had been making out and she was right. like what the fuck so yeah. she goes there so he goes there to try to explain himself and explain what the situation was she doesn't want to hear it Josh shows up at the same time and kind of tells him to fuck off I right. think more because he's being a friend but there is an undertone
1: yeah like Josh is kind of like- a strange character he in is. this book. Like he's it's like, weird in
0: the book, he's weird he in is. the movie. Yeah,
1: like you're not really sure like what his intention is, because it's like he was with the older sister, but he was really good friends with Lara Jean yeah. before he was with Margot and now he's kind of back to Lara Jean after he's received this letter, and you're kinda of like, buddy, like what are you doing?
0: Yeah, like kind yeah. of make up your mind yeah. there. Shit or get off the pot. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so they have a confrontation, but unfortunately, Margot overhears part of this and he hears it in a way that she thinks that Lara Jean's like in love with Josh. Yeah. So she gets kind of upset, which causes a sister fight, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, nothing between Lara Jean and Peter is made up at all. Nope. She takes off. She goes to, she goes upstairs. She tries to talk to Margot. It does not work. And then she looks at her phone cause she gets an alert and realizes that someone, someone, no. Yeah. Um, filmed her and Peter making out in the hot tub and it could look like they were doing more sort of like if you kind of you know it's filmed from above you don't really know what's going on so it could look like there's more going on Um, and of course I say someone with quotations because like three guesses who fucking filmed it and posted it online. And
1: didn't you say that in the book um, he was actually waiting for Jen in the hot tub and not Larry. Oh I think
0: that comes up in the movies later if I'm not mistaken like in the second film but yes that is the case so what it turns out that it was obviously Jen posted this video um, because she's not cool Mm -hmm. at all. And basically, what seems to have happened is that because Lara Jean was totally like shunning. Peter when they like got to the ski trip and they were being weird and whatever he got mad Mm -hmm. um and then I guess him and Jen were talking when they were out skiing for the day and he was technically waiting for Jen in the hot tub so in the book it's a lot more obvious because when Lara Jean shows up he's genuinely like what are you doing here Mm -hmm. like he's really surprised to see her Mm -hmm. um in the movie they didn't really do that they kind of made it look like 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 he was just moping yeah Yeah, they kind of made it look like he was just moping in the hot tub and that's it in the book that's it's a little more realistic because he's genuinely like oh fuck yeah and then he rolls with it they do make yeah. out but you know yeah well <laughs> anyways so <laughs> Um, so, of course, Lara Jean fucking freaks out because she's like, it looks like I made a sex tape and I've never even had sex with <laughs> yeah, anybody she, before. She,
1: she keeps calling it a sex tape. Yeah, I know. She's like,
0: my sex tape. And we're sitting there like, sex tape? Sex tape. You were just kissing a guy. It's fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, so her and Margot do talk. She explains herself. They do make up mm. in a normal, totally regular fashion. Yeah. At which point Kitty finally reveals to Lara Jean that she's the one who <laughs> mailed the letters and Lara Jean tries to kill her with like a unicorn thing like she has. <laughs> like a unicorn head on a stick I don't know what it is
1: it's one of those like things that you like ride around when you're a kid oh yes that's it it must be like
0: leftover toys basically that they have anyway
1: and so just going back to show how young all these oh for sure um
0: I you know what though I really they really really cast the sisters well because they they got great chemistry with each other like all three of them together I find work really well yeah um so anyway so Margot helps because of course she does she's the oldest sister she takes care of shit so she emails Instagram I think anonymously under like child porn laws and she gets the video taken down that's right so that's good that fixes part of it anyway um And of course, after winter break, they get back to school. She thinks it's all blown over, but somebody's like, somebody, again, I say somebody with quotes, has taped the photos of her and Peter making out to her locker, so it's like a bit humiliating. Um, she finally, she confronts Peter because she's just like, really? Like, you're just going to let everybody think that we had sex even though yeah. we didn't? And, yeah. like, if you think about this from a high school perspective, like, this is a big, this is a big deal of when course. you're 16,
1: like, it's... And especially when you're not used to having people Any talk attention about at yeah. all. Yeah, and like, to, it's and for mortifying. people... Yeah, of
0: course, and of course, like, you know, it's still going to be whispers of, like, oh, they had, like, sex in a hot tub where anybody could have seen them. Like, yeah. and it's always, like, it never matters for the guy, but for the girl, it's like, oh, what a slut basically,
1: which is never fun. And, like, going back to what we were talking about earlier about, like, you know, the author being a bit older, I wonder if that mindset has changed at all, um, I hope so. I, I feel like it must have, like, I feel like, like, the younger generation now is a little bit more lenient with each other and a little bit more respectful towards each other. Um, I've noticed that, like, in, you know, on social media you see, like, comments and stuff and yeah, it's a lot of, like, you know, respecting, like, pronouns and, like, respecting each other is, like, a big theme. So I, I wonder like, obviously this is going to keep happening. For sure. But
0: I would hope that for, yeah, for a younger generation, I hope that like slut shaming becomes less of a thing because it's still very much a thing with millennials as much as we'd like it it not to be. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that Gen Z helps to break that trend a little bit. That would be nice. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, because young, because it's almost always directed at females or people who identify as female and it needs to stop. agree. Because, and even I'm talking even into adulthood, you can be free with your sexuality; it's fine, but you, you don't can, have to be shamed for exactly. it. Exactly,
1: and you can wear whatever the fuck you want as well. Yeah, you know, and do whatever
0: thing. you like, and it's fine. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so while wow, we're digressing about this now, so anyway, um, we're after just all of this, the people some yeah. Color. So after all this <laughs> happens, you know, Peter does indicate to people very loudly in the hallway that no, they did not have sex, mm-hmm. and like stop talking about it or I'll yeah. kick your ass, basically. Basically, <laughs> um, and. Basic and so, larging goes and confronts Jen in a really awkwardly written scene in the bathroom. Oh yeah, the dialogue felt like it was for people in their thirties. It was very. Yeah. She was just there and she was like, "Oh, for a girl to do this to another girl, that's despicable." And yeah. I was like, "This is a stilted conversation that you're having," and you it know. was delivered She's oddly. Just
1: like scream bitch at her and run away. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> be like,
0: "Hey, I know you posted that fucking video." Yeah, bitch. Um, yeah, and then it's also revealed that the reason that Jen has done all of this and been so awful to her this entire time and even before this yeah was because her and peter kissed during spin the bottle in like middle school and she was mag she's like you kissed the boy
1: that i liked and i'm like what What?
0: (laughs) you were like 12 years old
1: yeah Yeah. it did make me laugh in the movie though to see like the the younger actors who are meant to be like 12 versus like the older version of peter when he's 16. Oh my god, 16. Quote, unquote. You're yes. just like, hmm.
0: Yeah, you're like, mm, mm-hmm. Your jawline wouldn't look like that if you were 16, yeah, but okay, exactly. sure. Seriously. Anyway. <laughs> um, so they have that confrontation. It doesn't really solve anything. It's just, it's kind of just stupid, and it doesn't really mean anything in the movie, which is yeah. unfortunate, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, you know in Lara Jean's thoughts basically that she's like yeah it's totally over now whatever he doesn't really want anything to do with me either it's fine he doesn't like you know this was all fake I'm sure I was just making things up Um, Josh and Kitty both indicate to her that that's probably not the case and Mm. what Kitty had done is that she also saved all of these notes that Peter would write to her.
1: Yeah because Lara Jean's complaining that nobody's ever written her a love letter. Yeah like
0: nobody likes her or has ever liked her enough for that but it's obviously not the case. So anyway Kitty saved all these little notes and she reads them and they're all very sweet and for some reason she never
1: read them when he wrote them. I think she thought that they were there was nothing in them. I guess like I think she thought that he was just giving them to her for show for Jen. Yeah. But he was Was actually writing like really sweet little things in there which I don't know does he do that in the book I believe so I can't remember
0: now they've all three of them have jumbled together in my head so I'm not 100% sure what happened um yeah and so based on that she decides to write him one last letter she goes to see him what does he play lacrosse yes like a very collegiate type of sport that (laughs) we just never pay attention to over here um (laughs) So anyway, so she goes to see him. She, you know, tells him. She's like, no, I really, like, she confesses her actual feelings to him, mm-hmm. which is that he really, she really likes him. And he indicates to her that the night of the ski trip, he did go to Jen's room after they saw each other, but it was to break up with her for real, like to mm-hmm. tell her it's totally over. They weren't getting back together. He has feelings for Lara Jean and that's right. it. And then they kiss yep. and then roll credits. Yep. Basically.
1: So, yeah, so that's the end of the movie. Very sweet movie. Um not too many, you know, problematic toxic Just moments. Just sets unrealistic
0: standards, which I think is a conversation.
1: Yeah, but you know what? It's nowhere near as bad as the word that we have to have with, you know, Miss Stephanie Meyer and all the shit. No, she no, created. no.
0: No, for sure. It's like another it's another level and another type yeah. of of standard setting and unrealistic kind of ways of treating romance, especially for young people. But, um, but yeah, there are just, anyway, I did what I do appreciate, I guess, in the book is that there are some more realistic reactions to things. Like it's actually the book itself, like the sequence of events, like the big events are about the same, Mm. but the other things in between and how much you really see, like, you know, in, in the movie, you kind of only get an overview, like montage style of, Lara Jean and Peter spending time together and kind of getting to know each other and stuff like that. Like, you know, they do have nice moments. She meets his mom at one point and, um, they have like a nice chat and stuff, you know, when like they have like a nice talk and then, you know, his, cause his dad... Left them like a couple of few yeah, years ago or something, right. and he's yeah. like remarried and he has a kid and stuff. Um, you know, so and they connect on like, you know, the fact that that's it, her mom, I mean, is not around for a very different reason, she passed away, right? But they, you know, connect over that, so they do have some nice moments. But it's, I don't know, in the book, you get more conversations and more stuff, which yeah. I know is expected, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. I'm yes. just saying, like, it's just nice to, um, it's kind of nice to have that extra fleshing out of characters and a relationship between central
1: characters as well totally so Megan was the book better
0: I'm yeah I'm gonna say yes it's weird because I find so the movie I find (laughs) is like more entertaining
1: yeah more summer entertainment yeah yeah. but the
0: the book has more substance to it Mm -hmm. so in that way yeah I think the I think the book was better Cool. yeah well there um, you have it <laughs> it's the first week of beach reads and we want to know what you guys have to say about to all the boys I've loved before I know people have things to say about like you know that's it a lot of the differences with the adaptations versus the books themselves so what do you guys think you can hit us up over on Instagram at fully CA you can let us know in our Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash book was way better and wherever you're listening to this please feel free to leave us a five star rating and review because it really helps the show out and helps us get out in front of more people but until next week guys keep on reading
1: thanks everyone